All right, everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of your weekly Fuck Pester podcast, where we talk about anything and everything hockey. My name's Kyle, surrounded by these kids, these guys out here. How's it going? I'm not a kid. <laughs> We're all kids, let's be honest. Mentally, all... yes. Mentally, yes. Mentally. Mentally, physically, and emotionally. Well, <laughs> what the I hell was that? My voice is tired. I, I, that I'm... sounded like a dolphin struggling for his life. <laughs> All right, we're starting off with two things of information here. Cindy Crosby in this afternoon's matchup against the Nashville Predators gets his 1400th career point on a game-winning overtime goal on a feed from Ricard Raquel. Congratulations to Cindy Crosby. Now, beautiful okay. goal, beautiful pass from Ricard Raquel, and the re- the rebound and Sid knocking in, knocking it in. Oh, yeah. captain, my captain. Another uh, co- controversial thing that came out of this this uh, this game, uh, Evgeny Malkin's uh, slasher punch towards, who was it? Uh, it was uh, Brokowski. Brokowski, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Brokowski. Apparently, uh, Brokowski re- uh, received a two-minute uh, two penalty for slashing. Malkin received a four minutes, uh, four minutes for high sticking, obviously with dra- drawing blood. The NHL is still yet to... To overlook the play to see if he's worthy of any suspension, which yeah, <clears throat> it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, a couple I, games. Honestly, at this point, like, just fucking suspend him, find him, and then move on. I don't understand what. I say what? probably two, three games. Nothing, nothing more. Not a little bit more. I, I'd say so? four or five. Really? Yeah. Wait, with, with how serious it is, and you know, I don't think this is Malkin's first time, and like with, with how veteran he is in the NHL, he, he deserves a lot more. Yeah, should know better. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't I don't like I don't know what was going through Gino's head. Like just don't like obviously hey, honestly is he, Brigowski must have said something to to, to take him know. off. Because you don't you don't piss off the the Russian bear doesn't attack nope. for no reason. He only he only attack and he only goes if you crazy <clears throat> if you piss him off. Which this is only the second time this season that any player you know, will will be looked at for, for his high play. The only other incident was Austin Matthews back in the Winter Classic against the Buffalo Sabres with this incident against Rosbis Dalian where he got suspended two, day, two games. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see what the NHL does with Evgeny Malkin. Did, didn't Tom uh, Wilson have another issue this year? Not yet. Yes. Yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> it was, I, thought, I thought he did like early, early it was season. The, it was the rat. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was Marshawn. That's Marshawn, right. Because okay. yeah. you, at the beginning, you were like, he cleared up. He's... Clearly, um, he, he he says he's good, and then he does something stupid like that, and then he's not good for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah, because he has yeah. Marshawn slash and Jari. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, because you were, you were praising. Um, hey, yeah, how about that fucking right? I've, I've been praising him the past year, season and a half, saying that he's really clean. And then he ended up doing that to Jari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how about that fucking save, right? <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, NHL news. Oh, not NHL. OHL or mi- minor league news. Um, As of today, like, the London Knights have officially clinched the Midwest Division Championship today. And um, earlier this week, the in the Central Division, the North Bay Battalion clinched the, their division title. London's definitely going to be a tough team this year in the OHL. They're, I mean, they're always a Windsor, tough team. But... In the West, Windsor and the teams to beat is going to be Windsor and London. Well, I'm so, yeah, Windsor, London, maybe and they'll Maybe they'll meet. That'd be a great. Series. Maybe maybe in the conference finals. Conference finals <coughs> Stop, are going to be the because whoever gets that eighth spot, whether it's Erie, Kitchener, or Sarnia, or Sarnia is going to yeah. be. Because Sarnia is is officially out. They're they're going to be playing Flint, whoever that is. Well, 
here's the thing that the stands for the OHL because we're we're gonna regardless we're gonna be going over this next week when the OHL season finally finishes. Um, as of right now, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Uh, oh, um, there's a train can't... there. That surprises me. <laughs> my my fist would be plowing through you like a fucking tr- freight train. Please do. <laughs> choo choo. <laughs> Shrug it. Uh, choo choo. Assuming the uh, the Rangers win their next matchup against I don't know who in regulation. Otters is tomorrow. They play in, back in Erie. Well, re- regardless of who they play, if they win in regulation, they will clinch that seventh uh, playoff spot in the Western Conference. Which would leave the, the the last one to be over either Sarnia or Erie, so it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. So yeah, because right now Erie's only out by one point under Sarnia. With, yeah, with, with four ga- uh, with four games remaining for Erie, all being at home, and Sarnia and Kitchener all have the remaining games on the road. So it'd be it'd be nice to see. Is it any, at all possible for Erie to jump up to seventh or no? No. Uh, it's it, going to be tough. It, Kitchener Eerie, has I to, feel like Kitchener has to lose every single one. Yeah, Erie K- has to win out. Yeah, Kitchener has to lose out. Erie has to win out. And then, obviously, you got, got to fight uh, Sarnia. Or not Sarnia. Yeah, Sarnia. Yeah, Sarnia. They, yeah, they have, they, Sarnia also has to lose out. But uh, I don't see that happening with either team. So, yeah. they're going to be putting their fucking guts out. So, yeah. we'll, we'll have to see with, with this weekend and how well, the week, yeah. this weekend, yeah. upcoming weeks coming. And again. We, do we play Sarnia again? We're done. Uh, yeah. We're done with Sarnia. We, had, we have one more. Had rough loss to them on Friday night. Friday night. What was last it, like 6-2? Yeah, like... so our <clears throat> Erie's last four games, uh, Monday the 11th against uh, hosting the Rangers, uh, Kitchen Rangers, Tuesday the 12th hosting Guelph, Friday the 15th hosting Windsor, mm-hmm. and Hamilton. Sunday. Yeah, Ham- Hamilton on Sunday. But here's the only thing. Windsor and Hamilton obviously already clinched in their spots in the and they're going to be the toughest matchups. Of but they are not. I'm guessing they are not going to play their top guys. Probably not, yeah. Because they're, they're like, hey, we aren't even going to play us. Why risk hurting some of our, our big boys, our big guns, playing you know, a, a bottom-of-the-barrel team as an area? Yeah. So honestly, fucking rest them for the playoffs when it's actually important. Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah, um... Hang on, I... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm praying, man. It's, it's all, that's all you can do at this point. Like, fine, it'd be so nice to finally get playoff hockey back in Erie for the first time we, since what 2017. 2017 so, yeah, we, we would, we would have had it in the 1920s season, but with you know COVID happening, you know, it's, it's tough. We, that was, we, that, we, we had, we had officially clinched that eighth spot, didn't we? Yeah. That at once a lockout began to happen, yeah. like once COVID hits, we clinched it. Yeah. Like, we, okay, yeah. we're not going to come back for a couple of weeks. We're going to let you know COVID do its thing, and we'll come back like you know end of May. And have a, a late season, but obviously that never happens. So. Yeah, because they beat Sue only by one point. Um, yeah, because um, Kitchener's last games that they have in their schedule, they they have Erie tomorrow, London, um, London, Guelph, and Owen Sound. And as for Sarnia, they got Flint, Saginaw, and London. So the <laughs> it's so, so my, minus minus the one game against Saginaw for you know. Spirit. I mean, not Spirit. Sting. The Sting. They they have a pretty tough schedule. Yeah. yeah. I think all the last four of the OHL, they all have battles. That that eighth spot, it's it's gonna be t- it's gonna be yeah. one of those like last second like. Last like it, if Erie can pull something out of the ass and win win in any fashion, like win it, against. I think as long as if we pull out at least one of them against either Windsor or Hamilton, it's ours. So I don't see I'll, Sarnia beating both Windsor and London. 
Yeah. We we could just hope that London spanks them. But again, we we we've seen how we played against Windsor. We've beaten Windsor already this year. We can definitely do it again. I don't think we beat Hamilton yet this year. Not so. yet. And obviously last night, I mean, just this year, like, uh, we just a week and a half ago, Erie swept Kitchener on home ice, so that we know they can beat Kitchener. Yeah. It's just a matter of we know we can beat Quich. Kitchener. Kitchener. We know we can beat Wait, Guelph. Wait, I didn't know where I was going to Harry Potter. Quidditch, right? <laughs> Quitchner. I don't know. I've never, oh. yeah. never seen it. Quitchener so. Rangers. I've never seen so it. I'm, cause I'm, I'm, I'm mixed I mixed up Guelph and Kitchener, but we can beat Guelph. We can beat Kitchener. We, we know we can beat Windsor. It's just we can't beat Hamilton. So let's just hope that Hamilton. We, we should very easily be able to get at least six, maybe five, pulled in overtime against one of the, at least one of those last two guys. I say as long as it. They could push if we, if we can pu- push at least five points out of these last possible eight, I think we can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, it's, it's all that matters, man. <laughs> Let's pray. Um, and then kind of moving on to the Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds. Um, Ty Kenos with his 22nd power play goal of the season on Friday, um, which is now the most um, pl- since um, Steve Greza of 26 in the 1980 and 81 season. And Kyle leads the OHL power play goals and sits tied for the league, leagues um, with nine nine game, the nine game winning goals. Wow. Nice, nice. And then with kind of speaking of Hamilton, with his lead, um, with his leading six shutout of the season um, on this past Friday, Marco Cassinetti set a new Bulldogs franchise mark for a career shutout, surpassing Caden Fulcher's prior mark of five. And Cassinetti leads the OHL with the, a 2.33 goal against and a .9177 save it, save percentage. And then that's why they're so tough this year. Yeah, I say because we, we were talking uh, last week, me, Colin, Kyle, and I, when we were talking to one of the Hamilton Bulldogs fans that were actually at the game, kind of when we were waiting to talk to some of the guys after the game that night. Um, he said like, um. I, forget, I think it was the Islanders or something like that. Or it was one of the New York teams, I thought. Um, he was like a prospect of. No, so I remember, uh, I know we went over this last week, but like with, with Brendan Hoffman of the Erie Otters, apparently the, the Hamilton Bulldogs have, I think, a total of nine players on their active roster who are NHL prospects. No. Biggest one being Mason McTavish. McTavish. Who's dude's an absolute monster and a half. Yeah, like. se- seven of the fours and two of the defensemen are already, you know, drafted into the, into the NHL. So they're they're tough teams. I mean. Yep. And then kind of going over to the Mississauga Steelhead, Aiden Bertuer, um played his 250th career game with the Steelheads. Wow. Oh, really nice. And then, kind of with the Windsor Spitfire, um, Wayne Johnson, uh, Wyatt Johnson, my bad, um, has played sixty all sixty four games, one hundred twenty one points. That puts seventh in in their um, 
in the franchise in their franchise for um, a single season. That's what just shy of a point per game. Mm-hmm. So Roughly two, just shy two points per game. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> really impressive. So I think every every game he's played against us, he's got at least one or two. Yeah. So he's he's, yeah. he's at least had a point every time yeah, he's, he's they he's came beast. into town. And then going over to the Flint Firebirds, um, uh, they they have a franchise season point record of eight. They set the um. 83 points is their new franchise season point record. And then sticking with them. New York Rangers prospect um, Brennan Othman um, with his 40th fourth goal of the night uh, becomes the all-time single season points leader in Flint's um, um, franchise history. And then that's all of the minor league news we have this week. All right. Um, on with a fun fact today. Um, April, today of April tenth of twenty eleven. The today officially is twenty eleven. I didn't realize we were um, back in twenty eleven. Is the was the Atlanta Thrashers played their final NHL game. Hard to believe they've been gone for... 12, uh, 11 years now. Yeah. Second time Atlanta franchise has <laughs> failed. First before they moved up to Calgary, and now before they moved up to Winnipeg for the second time. Um, Fail. Atlanta sucks. They really, <laughs> really sucks. Atlanta sucks. And then um, on Thursday, um, Marion Hosa signed a one-day um, contract with the Chicago Blackhawks to officially retire with the Blackhawks. And they also announced while he signed that they are going to officially retire his number 81 in the next season, sometime next season. Which I would assume they would probably do it against either Pittsburgh Pittsburgh or Detroit. Detroit, But the team that drafted him, which was what? What would it be that Winnipeg franchise? Would be Winnipeg, okay. I I thought it was Atlanta that uh, uh, promoted him, yeah. Drafted it, but I wasn't hundred percent. I am, as yeah, much because they they got him with, with Dupuis in that that trade. Who's that sent? Aaron, uh, I think Eric Tangradia down to uh, the Atlanta. So, as much as we picked on him for going to a team he lost to in, and losing to his former team, and then you know third team, uh, third third time in the Stanley Cup Finals in a row. I am. We're, we're seeing that play out with uh, Katy Perry, right? I am. I am. St- I'm glad though he always. It's, it's, it's Tampa three peats. Corey Perry will do exactly what Hosa did, and now you don't want to see Corey Perry win one, but you'd like to see Tampa win again. <laughs> Can Tampa buy Corey Perry out? <laughs> I am glad. Game the... seven, they buy the contract out. Up, like, hey, you're not playing. I am... Yeah, fuck you. you. You tried so hard. You got us here. Thank you for your service. See you later. Fuck you. Bye. Thing. I'm just glad um, Hosa is a got at least three Stanley Cups with. As much as I don't like Chicago. Go winning. I don't them. think he was with them for all three, was he? Yeah, he was. He, he was, was with he? all three. Okay. I'm glad though he at least got his Stanley Cups um, that he's been wanting. Yeah. But thing I didn't realize, he that he even though he was just recently inducted in the Hall of Fame, I didn't realize he was still technically active. Yeah. Because until he announced his retirement. Yeah. I didn't realize he was. Me neither. I didn't realize he was. I was still like, active. interesting. I didn't, 
Which is kind of somebody you kind of forgot about, honestly. <laughs> because he hasn't played since, I think, the 17-18 uh, season. Because yeah. of, you know, the one that the, the bad hits from uh, Rakus Gudas in the Chicago-Arizona, well, one of the Chicago-Arizona games that, you know, kind of knocked him out with a, an upper back injury as well as a concussion. Cause... And then number two with his allergies with his equipment. Yeah. He, he grew this, you know, this weird allergy with something that they make, you know, their, their chest pads out of. Because oh, that's strange. Yeah. Which I thought, like when you are sub- inducted in the hall, I thought you had to be re- officially retired in order to be inducted yeah. and be out, at least not compete um, playing for at least well, so many years. I know that's how it is in football. I don't know. About I know hockey. in like NASCAR, yeah. football, baseball, you it's like that. But I didn't well, ho- but yet again, hockey is its own different world. Yeah. You know. Like, look at Lemieux, you know, he's, or not Lemieux. Yeah, uh, Lemieux, because he... still out, yeah, he's still out playing in Russia. Oh, Yager. 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 Yager, Yager yeah. playing and won the, uh, the Czech thing so Yeah, and it's like, they retired his number in the he NHL, but at the same time... His number's not retired yet. The, yeah, his number isn't retired yet, oh. he's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame yet. Thought, yet. Okay, yeah, I thought... But it, he will be, he will yeah. be. It doesn't matter when he decides to retire or call I was going to say, I thought they were... You're thinking of Lemieux, like, who was... Who retired, got inducted, and then he decided yeah, to come I, back I, and play. Yeah. Come out of retirement. That's what I was thinking of, and I was like, yeah, I thought they already retired his number, and then he came back out to play again. But, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Speaking of retirement, Colin, we have another big name yeah, this Ryan, week that announced his retirement. Ryan Getzloff. I, I, I was about to say the next. Ryan Getzloff. <laughs> at the conclusion of the 2021-22 season, Ryan Getzloff will be retired um, at the age of 36. He's played the better part of 17 NHL seasons, all with the mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Uh, he's the Ducks' all-time leader at this point, uh, at, at the time of me- this message being sent, which is April 5th, at uh, w- uh, games, which was 1,150, which has obviously gone up, assists at 731, and points at 1,013 points. And he also helps lead the Ducks to their most recent State Cup victory over the Ottawa Senators in 2007. I couldn't remember if he had a cup underneath his belt or not. Yeah, I he only has one. I literally just Googled his name. I was like, I thought they had a cup. Seven was what, his only his oh, second year in the league? Third year in the league? I think, wasn't that his rookie year? He was drafted the same year. I know it was Perry's rookie year. He was drafted the same year as the Flower, so 03. 03, okay. So he was a part of that draft class. So obviously one, one <laughs> standing cup to his name. Yeah. <laughs> And other embarrassing facts, um, I know we all, we all like to pick on the leaves here, me especially. Um, since uh, the tw- 2013 playoffs in the first round, seventh game, the Leafs have blown their seventh game when holding a 4-1 lead. Their seventh game! And I'm going to pull in, pull out my inner Steve Dangle. Steve Dangle, thank you for the influence here. you're going to attend the goal? No, not even that. But seven games when they lost 7-6 to six in overtime against, uh, granted, it's Florida Panthers are one of the best teams in the NHL, if not the best team in the NHL. Number one in the East, number two overall. They're, they're a tough matchup. They already came off a, Toronto already came off a big win against Tampa Bay, you know, four to one a couple nights prior. But still, you're three goals ahead. Yeah, you're up four to one against, uh, against any team. They, if you're a goaltender, tend to go! But. They just seem to love to choke at everything. They're like, oh, we got the lead. 
Wait. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, I, mean, I guess we don't want to win. I guess. You get up and go grab a snack or grab another beer. And boom, blade's gone. Yeah. Maybe they like choking on their own maple syrup. Um. All right, moving on. Uh, Jeff Carter got his 800th career point this season or this week. Sorry, <laughs> with his assist on Jake Gensel's goal back on the fifth of uh, April this week. Of April uh, this week. Yeah. yeah, totally. That's what it is. <laughs> I, I, my brain froze in the middle of that sense. I have no idea where it was going, so I just tried yeah. to take the best out of it. <laughs> um, so, um, another thing. Uh, Cor- Corey Snyder is on a three-game winning streak in the NHL. But... Spans over, what, three years? Two years. He's won his last three appearances. Um, March 1st and 20th for the, Rain- uh, for the Devils in Anaheim. Uh, on 3-6 for the Devils against St. Louis. And then again, on April 3rd, 2022, in Long Island, all right, for Long Island, in New Jersey. So, you know, two, almost two years, all over two years now, he's won two out uh, of three games. Uh, another thing is, uh, San Jose Sharks GM, Doug Wilson, has announced that he's stepping down for... From his role as general manager, so now, like that was now we're at the end of the season. Uh, now, I, well, as what of Thursday, the point? there's like ten games left of the season. I don't know. At this point, I don't understand why it's like GM or <laughs> stuff like like oh we're we're in the playoff right. push. We'll Go, going on to some more negative news. Uh, AHL player was suspended eight games for his anti-gay language. A uh, Rochester American forward Ben Holmstrom has been suspended eight games for using anti-gay language. The American Hockey League announced on Wednesday. Holmstrom signed a professional tryout in February, was assessed a game misconduct for using offensive language at the end of the first period of a home game against the Utica Commons on March 30th. A Holmstrom 34 is a career minor leaguer who has played college hockey at UMass Lowell. He has already served two games of the suspension. HL officials say that part of his punishment, Holmstrom will participate in diversity and inclusive education. Uh, Amherst general manager Jason Caramano said in a statement that we have no tolerance for any form of hate and regret any harm this commit this comment has affected. Which, well said. I mean, we 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 went over this last year when or earlier this season when um uh, that one was the Windsor or the London player. No, no, no. It, it was it, it was another minor league or where he made a, a, apparently racial gestures oh, to, to uh, another uh, to an African American player. Malcolm Subban or not uh, Jordan Subban. Yeah, a, a Subban brother. Or yeah, a, was it early season where a, a London Knight player got in trouble for using? No, he got sexual harassment. That charges. was yeah, that yeah, was that another one. But yeah, that there was there was another one because didn't didn't someone happen with Luke Prokop last season? Didn't, didn't he get some sort of slur? I can't. I don't remember. remember. But yeah. yeah. Regardless, the point of this is there, there's no room for that at no. any level and, at any sport. As much room as shit talking, any player, you know, well. Again, Tom Wilson deserves it because fuck Tom Wilson. But like, uh, other than Tom Wilson, like n- nobody deserves it. You know, hockey's for everybody. So and this dude's this dude's thirty four, what thirty six years old, thirty four years old, and he's still using language like that. Like, dude, grow, grow up. up. Seriously, grow up. <laughs> You're a career minor leaguer, as as Mark Martin would say. Go dye your hair. <laughs> go dye your hair. Go dye your hair. All right. Um. Well, here, here's some more positive failures of news. The Buffalo Sabres are going on their 11th straight year without a playoff appearance, which is a new NHL record. Because, you know, the Sabres suck. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I'm sorry, RJ, for having to deal with this for your last season, but like, I'm sorry that you're that this Buffalo franchise is a, a failure. And um, but their a, fans have been more been more motivated since they since Jack a, Eichel left. Since Eichel left. Uh, how, how funny is that? Like, oh, I've never seen this place so packed, and yet he loses. What was it, four to two against his former team in Buffalo? <laughs> Uh, Tuesday, April 6th, Chris Kreider broke the Rangers record for most goals on the power play in a single season at 25, passing the greatest Yarmar Yager in the 0506 season, which he had 24, obviously. Very nice, very nice. Um, early in the week, Alex Ovechkin gets his 1,400 career points. And, Again, against no other than Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. And what did Sidney Crosby do today? against the Predators, got his 1,400th point in 170 less games than Alex Ovechkin, which is why I always say hey. that Crosby is better than Ovechkin, but, you know, that's just me. That's just well, me mean bias. We're go- we're- you know, the stats are p- points don't prove anything, apparently. It's just the goals, about the amount of goals. I, I've said that. 100% greatest goal scorer yeah. of all time is 100%. right now, is it's I would still consider Wayne Gretzky, but at the end of his career, it will be, Wayne Gret- or will be Alex Ovechkin. He will, at the end of his career, be considered... The greatest goal scorer. Of but all if time. you look at, don't well, get me wrong. If you look all, all around, all time better player, playmaker, two, teammate, it is Sidney Crosby. Yeah. If you want to go, do you want to go two hundred feet player, or do you want to go goal scorer, like offensive goal scorer? Yeah. It's what what basically what you want to break it down to. Yeah. So, and look at um, when we talked about last week with Sidney Crosby, he for his point per game, he's only behind Gordy Howe couple points behind Gordy Howe and the great one. So like I, I think as of right now, there only there's only one player that's above Sidney Crosby since the start of his career that has had at least a point per game season. Yeah. And that's Wayne Gretzky. Mm. And one last sad piece of news earlier this week, uh April sixth, four years since the Humboldt uh bus tragedy accident. Um, you know, that was a, te- yeah, a terrible, terrible moment in in just not in just in the hockey general, the hockey community. I I was reading a article today in my lunch at work, uh, from a PK uh, <coughs> Pittsburgh Sports, and apparently Sidney Crosby has not moved that stick since the day of the accident. Wow. wow. There's so. there's a couple of players that have also came out and said that too, but I know Crosby was one of yeah. the first ones. Yeah, he he was the only one that I've seen so far. I don't I I can't. I don't think I can back Kyle up as of yet until I see the see anything. But Crosby's one of the the biggest influencers there. So yeah. Uh, also, uh, Sam Gagne has scored his 500th career point on a shorthanded goal against I forget who it is, but uh, uh, whoever their opponent was on the sixth. I even forget who Sam Gagne plays for because he's one of those hillbillies. Uh, Detroit. Those hill- Detroit. Really? He got something for Detroit. So, hold on. Who, what was the day? April 6th? The 6th, yeah. Um, and other news about Bobo sucking that up. Austin Matthews. Against uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg? Yeah, Austin Matthews has uh, gotten the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, franchise record for most goals in a single season. Passing Rick Vave. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Rick Vave. Uh, currently, he's at uh, Austin Matthews is at 56 goals, whereas Rick Vay's previous record was at 54. So, obviously, with the uh, with the Maple Leafs only having 10 games left, 12 games left, he can continue to build on that. But like, congrats to Austin Matthews. Yeah. Excuse me. He's he's, he's gonna pass 60. Yeah. He might even 
get closer to 65. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see how, see how it plays out. And last major milestone that I, I know of, uh, that I can think of, uh, Jakob Savin for the Carolina Hurricanes have play, has played 500 NHL career games. Whoa. So, big milestone for Seven. I don't like he's been around for that long either. No, he, he hasn't, really. Damn. <laughs> he, he's still pretty young. I think mid-late 20s. Yeah. Uh, I think I think he's like 27. I would but, only say, I think he's only like 25. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. Um, he's 27. Huh, fun fact, he's from Erie, Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of, that's interesting. Yeah, born May 1st, 1994. So, he'll, he'll be 28 here shortly. But. Yeah. You know, regardless, uh, congrats to Seven and uh, an amazing career so far, and uh, here's to many more games to come. All right, moving on to your Buckbuster injury report. Uh, coming out of Anaheim, Ryan Getzlaff, who just recently announced his retirement, is currently in day-to-day status. Also, Jakob Silverberg is on the injured reserve with a leg injury and will most likely miss the rest of the 2021-2022 campaign. Coming out of Boston, David Pasternak is currently out with an undisclosed injury and remained sidelined in today's game against Washington, as well as Hampus Lindholm with a lower body injury was not in the lineup today against Washington. Coming out of Calgary, Eric Goodbranson is out with an undisclosed injury for the second straight game yesterday against the Kraken. Coming out of Carolina, Brendan Smith is in day-to-day status with that day-to-day status with an undisclosed injury. He left early Friday's game versus the Islanders, sorry, late in the third period and did not return and has still not been cleared to play since. Coming out of Detroit, both Giovanni Smith and Calvin Pickard were out for yesterday's matchup. Who? Who? The first one? Who? Giovanni Smith. I thought you said like three different names in there. I was like, who? (laughs) Giovanni Smith and Calvin Pickard. That's who I said. Coming out of Minnesota, Matt Dumba and Matt Boldy were both in day-to-day status and missed yesterday's game. Uh, coming out of Montreal, Jonathan Drurin is in the injured reserve, and he un- underwent successful wrist surgery on Friday. As well as Jake Allen in day-to-day status with a lower body injury, and which he suffered in Saturday's game against the Maple Leafs. And Paul Byron out with an undisclosed injury and did not play Saturday against the Maple Leafs. Uh, Nashville, UC Soros is currently out. Uh, with just an illness. Just Was it just an illness? Yeah, because he originally was supposed to start today against Pittsburgh, but then okay. they, it was the last minute. Thank you, Jeff, for clearing that up because there's no comment given on that one. Uh, coming out of New Jersey, Nathan Bastion is currently out with day- in day-to-day status, as well as Miles Woods out with a hip injury. And will Mile- not play Miles again this Woods, season. right? Miles Wood. Oh, he said Miles was. I was like, Miles was? Miles was what? <laughs> Miles Wood out, and he will not return this season, oh, as tight. well as Jack Hughes will not return this season after huh. he suffered a sprained MCL. Oh, Hughes? That's Instead a of who, it's Hugh. You know? No, never mind. Uh, coming on. out of the, the Rangers, Libor Hajik is currently out. Uh, coming out of Ottawa, Tim Stutzel is out. Um, coming out of Pittsburgh, Redeem Zahorna is out. Uh, coming out of San Jose, uh, Aiden Hill is currently in day-to-day status. Coming out of Seattle, Hayden Fleury and Jaden Schwartz are both in day-to-day status. Coming out of Tampa Bay, Ryan McDonough in day-to-day status. Coming out of Vancouver, Matthew Highmore currently in day-to-day status. 
Uh, coming out of Washington, Connor Sheary, currently in day-to-day status. And finally, coming out of Wigan, Winnipeg. 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 Logan Stanley, Blake Wheeler, and Jansen Hargens all out in day-to-day status. But that about wraps it up for your Buckbuster injury report. And that'll lead us right into today's main topic, which we are revisiting an idea that we came up with last season and doing our trophy predictions for who we think is going to win said trophies, which we'll get to here shortly. You know, President's Trophy, Heart Memorial. We'll, we'll, we'll go down the entire list, excluding... Um, obviously the Smythe, the Stanley Cup, and the two respective conference trophy winners, and the um, NHLPA Foundation, which has not been awarded since 2016. So we decided to leave that one out as well. All right, let's start it off. President's Trophy, obviously awarded to the uh, club who has the best overall record in the regular season. For me, honestly, it comes down to two teams, and two teams only, that are sitting atop of not only their respective uh, conferences, but on top of the league right now. And it's the Colorado Avalanche yeah. and the Florida Panthers. Uh, Colorado's 52-14-6 at 110 points, and the Panthers are 51-15-6 at 108 points. Personally, don't, it, it's going to be a tough battle. It, it's I, yeah. who, I, I, think I, also threw, I also said that, but I also threw, threw Carolina in there. So did I. I, 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 I kind of threw, threw in Minnesota as well. In there. Really? Really? It's going to be tough for Carolina and Minnesota. I, I feel like, you know, only one of those teams is going to slip up. I think Whether it's going to be Carolina, uh, not Carolina, it's going to be Florida or Co- uh, Colorado. I, I, don't see, I don't see either one of those teams slipping mm-hmm. up at this point in the season. I personally think that the Avalanche are going to do it again. They're going to... Yeah. They're going to win it again. I've, and then and then choke in the second round, yeah, and yeah. then eventually... Uh, I, it, yeah. I, English. They're, they're going to be the Toronto Maple Leafs in the second round of the West. Really, I'm that's gonna, what they're going to be. So. Unfortunately, and I and I actually really want them to go back to the cup again. It'd be nice to see him go back to the cup. Don't get me wrong, but I, they're just not gonna. <laughs> I honestly threw Toronto in there for presidents. I really did. I was like, they might. I mean, no. Who the uh, fuck do you think? What kind of dress I, do you want other than painkillers? Well, painkillers <laughs> don't start till tomorrow. <laughs> As well, I mean, yeah, Toronto is currently fourth, tied for. Fourth in the league with uh, the Rangers. But Toronto gets a tiebreaker with a game in hand. They have 100 points, but they're 10 points behind Colorado. Mm. Now, both both teams have 10 point uh, 10 games in hand. So they okay. So who do you, who do you have as your winner? Like I said, Colorado, Colorado. and Florida. Yeah. Are you two finalists for the, this trophy? Yeah. How about you, Kyle? I said, I, I said I had those two, and I said yeah. I, threw, I threw Carolina in there. Carolina. Just, yep, I had just both. because Carolina, like especially as of recently, they're even better than they were at the beginning of the season. They're they're just on an unstoppable yeah. tear right now. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't see anybody taking them down. As as they normally are at the end of the season, like the last half, back half of the season. Like those, those top two, I can potentially see that being a conference final: Florida and Carolina. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough for them being a conference final if they're not in the same conference. Florida and Carolina? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Colorado. No, Florida and Carolina. I'm sorry. I heard, for some reason, I heard Carolina, uh, not Carolina, Colorado in there. Oh, so. there <laughs> yeah. All right. Next trophy we're going to go over. The Hart Memorial Trophy, which is an annual award given to the player judged to be the most valuable to his team. The winner is selected in the poll by Professional Hockey Writers Associated in all NHL cities at the end of the regular season. So, Boba, who do you have for I have three names on mine because I couldn't choose. My first one, I have Nate Mack out of Colorado. My second one, I have uh, Johnny Hockey out of Calgary. And my last one, I have Braden Point out of Tampa. Okay. I, I can agree on Nate Mack. 
Yeah, I just yeah. can't agree on the other two. The other two. I can agree on both. I don't. I don't know if I can agree on point. I, I can kind Brandon of Bo- agree almost. I can kind of almost agree on Gaudreau. Not so much on Braden Point. He he's good, if but he's, ta- he's not good enough to make the cut line for me. Yeah, yeah. If we're talking so. about Braden Point, pl- like prime, like really good Braden Point in the playoffs. But oh, playoff Braden Point, hundred. Yeah. yeah, but we're, we're talking I, I, about I, playoff I, would, I, wouldn't, I would not call you stupid if you put him down as a potential Conn Smythe winner. I yeah. would not call you dumb even in the slightest bit. But I'm not calling you dumb now. In regard you guys do like, all but, the time anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> in this moment, I'm not. <laughs> Here's the thing. You, you got you to gotta decipher. Are, are we talking about regular season Braden Point, or are we talking about Player. Yeah, I, Reg- regardless, he's a phenomenal player. Yeah, yeah. right. That's kind of why I. That's kind of why I just threw him down because I'm like, he's one of those all around. He, he's 100. Regardless, he's phenomenal. He has shown his importance to that team. Yeah. Is he the most most important on that team? See, I almost I almost threw Stamkos down, and then I was like, maybe I want to throw Braden Point because they they Point and Stam are both kind of feed off each other, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe if I don't know, I forgot how I was gonna word it. But, yeah. All right, Jeffy, who do you have? For me, I kind of went with Leon Dreisaitl of the Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid, and Austin Matthews. I think Connor McDavid's got this one this year. Yeah. I mean, I I had to put a little bit of bias in here. I said Sidney Crosby for a potential. I also said Connor McDavid, and I also threw in Patrice Bergeron. Okay. Um, I believe he has won it once or twice. Um, and he, I, if he hasn't, he... Should have it by now. He has not. He has not. Okay. Yeah. Well, looking back at the previous list, uh, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of the Selkie that he's won a couple times. Yeah. But yeah, it's I. I think any one of those three. I think any honestly, any of Jeffy's three can can do it too. I can even see one of Je- one of Bobo's first two there making it. So for me, I, I gotta go. I gotta agree with Jeffy and two of the names and Kyle and one of his names. Okay. So the previous two winners being. Connor McJesus and Leon Dreisaitl. And the third one being Patty Bergeron. Because he, he, Patty yeah. Bergeron is more than, way more deserving to win this trophy than any other player on that Boston team. Or yeah, any other like, player in the East. The tr- like, he's like the true leader of that team. Like He, he, is, he is the bear of Boston. He's the Boston Bruin, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is yep. the Boston Bruin. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, Bo- the Boston Bruin. Patrice Bruin. <laughs> so does that? So then does that make the rat the Boston rat? Moving on. Oh, no, uh, no, no, he's got to. He's on yeah, to something. He's, he's on to right. something. I don't want to give him credit. I don't want to give him credit. <laughs> Can you smell what the rat is cooking? <laughs> Moving on to the Calder. <laughs> the, col- the Calder. <laughs> All right. Again, I put. It, it's the Calder is just the the trophy the, that goes out to the rookie of the year. So I put three names down. I put three names for every one of mine just to be safe, but um. The last one, I don't know if he's a rookie this year or not. That's Cole Caulfield. I don't remember if this is his rookie Te- season or technically not. Technically, this is his rookie okay. season. He's considered a rookie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have him, Lucas Raymond, and Trevor Zegras. I have two of the same. I okay. have Trevor Zegras, Lucas Raymond. I also said Michael Bunting coming out of he Toronto. Was, I almost he was an honorable Bunting, mention yeah. of mine. Yeah. Um, but I went with Wojciech Snyder, Detroit, Lucas Raymond, and Trevor Zegers. Oh, you want Cider? Okay. Snyder. I, yeah. I get Cider getting it too. I really want. I I know I originally said at the beginning of the season, I really want Cole Caulfield to really be a contender, but because of him being sent down for the AHL, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's yeah kinda, so that's that kind of hurt him. Yeah, well, but, and that's why. And who I really 
want to win it because how much I love this fucking kid is Zegris. Zegris, who I think is going to win. I think it's going to go to one of those Detroit guys. Yeah, and they've been phenomenal. Yeah, especially on on a struggling Detroit team. The numbers and the 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 amount of skill that they're bringing to that team is out of this world. Yeah, Yeah. and and what with the Ducks with Trevor Zegris, he's like been shooting like. Just like this how? past week and a half, man. He put off another Michigan. He had that two uh, amazing uh, spinorama. Uh, uh, one spinorama. of the assist. Like he, he's, he's yeah. dude's insane. Man. I like, I do like Trevor Zegers, and that's the biggest reason I like, why just, I put him down on my list. And same with Cole Caulfield. Cole Caulfield's been on fire the past few the past few weeks. But yeah, then again, with the coach, ever, ever since the coach changed, ever yeah, since Marty Singh yeah, came ever in, ever since he came in, he, he he's 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 on a whole different level. He's, yeah. If he would have came in at the beginning of the season, I hundred percent would have backed you up and said he, he's he's gonna yeah, win. Yeah. But that's what I just I don't would... know if he has shown enough before the coaching change. Yeah, you know, I so that, that's the only reason I, I would mm. I would disagree with you there. Yeah, yeah I, I can definitely you. agree with the other two. Yeah. All right, moving on to the Vesna Trophy, which is for the best goaltender in the league. Right. I th- I threw big names down for mine. I said the Bob. Igor Shosturkin and Vasi. The Bob isn't consistent enough. He's an honorable mention. He's an honorable mention. Shosturkin just doesn't it hasn't proven it yet. Yes. Shosturkin. Shosturkin, yeah. You think he hasn't proven it yet? Granted, he's a good good goaltender, but he also has the team in front of him to back him up. Something, you know, have him pull. (laughs) Hold on, have him pull a Matt Murray. Set him up to a crappy team. He's gonna shit himself. That's the thing. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. He, he's yeah. good in his own. Uh, I mean, other than that top pair of Jakob Truba and um, Adam Fox, they don't have much on defense. Something's I mean, better than nothing. Brendan Smith, and then, I mean uh, that's that's about no. all they got. Hold on, something's better than nothing. Who do they have up up in Ottawa? My point exactly. Fair point. <laughs> Connor <laughs> Brown. Well, he's not a defenseman though. <laughs> You said name someone out of Ottawa, so I'm like, ooh, Connor Brown. He's, no, he's right. He's right. He, you didn't say name a defenseman. You said name somebody out of Ottawa. You said name someone out of Ottawa. <laughs> he's right. Yeah. He's right. I need, I need Look at that. I'm two for two tonight. <laughs> and the last time, I'll ever be two for two. Yeah. I had... But, but yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Like, granted, he's young. He's he's a baby of the league. But, like, yeah. as of right now, I don't think he's he's Vezna worthy. Um, I had Jacob Markstrom, Joyce Soros, and Frederick Anderson. And then, I, on Vazzy, I really wanted to put over Anderson See, to be a finalist. But I, I'm going to give it to Markstrom. I, almost, uh, I agree with two of those. I said Markstrom yeah. and Anderson, but I do have Chesterkin down. I, Kem- Dar- I do think Chesterkin can win it. See, and Kemper was another honorable mention I think it me. depends on how far the Rangers go in the playoffs. Yeah. Like I, I, I would love to see have uh, Chesterkin prove me wrong. Me too. Absolutely. Please, like, fucking prove me wrong. Yeah. yeah. See, I, sh- shove my ego back in my goddamn ugly face. See, <laughs> Prove me wrong. Be... At, at this point, I'm standing by my word. Yeah. Um, I almost put Freddie Anderson in, and then I was like, Vassy. I had my original list was the Bob, Vazzy, and Anderson. And I'm like, the Rangers have been on fire this year. I... And don't get me wrong, so have the Panthers, but or not the Panthers, the uh, Canes. But it's like, I think I'm going to put Shesterkin over that because I could honestly see. 
Durandra's <laughs> taking down I'd ask Carolina. Carl if he wants to make a bet that Shesterkin going to make the top three. We all know what happened last time we made a bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, swap for Bobo. I, I got to go with Bobo except for Shesterkin. Swap out him with Jacob Markstrom. I like Markstrom, yeah. Swap, that's swap, why swap those two goalies, and I got. I have to agree with you, Bobo. That's yeah. who I had. I said I have, I have Markstrom, Anderson, and Shesterkin. Yeah. And who did you have, Colin? Uh, I, I have to go with Anderson and Anderson. then Vassie for the other, other yeah. goaltender. All right. Next up is the James Norris Memorial Trophy, which is the best defenseman all season. Um, This one was tough. This, this one I yeah, struggled with. But I have Victor Hedman, Charlie McAvoy, and Jakob Slavin. I think that's how you say his last name. See, I, I've, I think it's just Jacob. I think he's American, so I think it's I just could, Jacob. I don't, the two C's threw me off. I don't is know there if two it was, C's in it? It's two Wait, C's. I don't know if it was Jakob or Jacob, so I, I'm just going to go off Jakob because it's, it's, it's two, a double C like that is normally a Swedish last name. Or first, first name, name, I'm sorry. No, but there, I looked him up. He's the one that's from Erie, Erie, Colorado. There, okay. are four, there are four names that I'm between right now. Victor Hedman, Roman Yossi, Adam Fox, and Kale Marker. Or I, I actually, every every one of those I actually is on my list, and Adam Fox was my was gonna be. Yeah, three of those four player yeah. uh, defensemen have won the the James Norris in the past three uh, four years yeah. with Hedman in eighteen, Real in twenty, and Fox in twenty one. So we're like is the only one who was who has not won it so far. But I it, also have def- those two. I have McCarr and Hedman, but I also have John Carlson on there. Okay. I think John Carlson has a solid shot at yeah. this year. He, yeah. He's he's one adding probably one of his best years of his career right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm obviously being behind the greatest goal scorer of all time. I'm in Alex Ovechkin. I'm gonna go with um, the winner being Kale McCarr this year. You got McCarr winning it. I yeah, almost, I can agree with that. Yeah, I almost had McCarr, and then I was like. I think McAvoy for me is gonna beat out McCarr just because Boston is another one of those solid teams this year. Yeah. All right, uh, Art Ross time. Obviously, the player who has scored the most amount of points at the end of the regular season. Um, for me, it's between two guys and two guys I have, only. I have three. Ovi and Austin Matthews. Yeah. With the I, and with the right there on. Most points. Point. Yeah, most points. Ovi right. and Matthews. Not that high up. I have points, he, is he? He'll get there. I have Wait, with how those. how much he wants to heat up before playoffs. I, I, I and with his routine and how he normally does, and he's, it's not going to surprise and me. And he's on average like a point. He's been getting like a point per game too. I I, 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 I don't, I don't have either one of those guys. On. See, I didn't have him either. I have one of those. My other two are Johnny Hockey and Connor McJesus. Johnny is Johnny Hockey that high up there in points? I thought so. Yeah. Um, I, I, I I can say confidently he's not. Really? I, I, ha, I have Connor McDavid, Jonathan Huberto, and Leon Dreisaitl. Actually, my, okay. my list my, is the same thing. Same, same exact three? And so, I'm going to have a sh- surpriser. Um, Jonathan Huberto, I think, is going to upset McDavid. And you think Dreisaitl. he's going to take over? There's no way on God's green earth that's going to happen. That's why I said, I, I think <laughs> no fucking I mean, he, he's only four points behind him. I don't know. That's, that's, he's right. He's been neck and neck with him all that's, season. That's that's he, like, he held he held the lead for the majority of the season until McDavid just started being fucking Jesus. To me, that's more <laughs> that's more of a hot take than walking bare. That's why I said I think we'll have an upset of him beating. No. I, I don't I don't think it's much of a hot take. I mean, I, I think it's oh, a very no. solid prediction. It's a solid prediction, but like I said, that's like walking through hell and bare feet. 
No, saying Johnny, Johnny Goodrow is walking through hell. <laughs> he, I guess you could say he's walking in flames and bare feet, right? Fuck you. All right, moving on moving to on. to the the Frank Selkie Trophy, which is the best defensive forward in all aspects of the game. So, I have Iriana Ron, Ryan O'Reilly, Elias Lindholm, and Patrice Bergeron. Okay, you did just a couple pass winners. I just did a couple pass winners because being that the big, the you know St. Louis, St. Louis isn't exactly on fire this year, but they could potentially squeak their way through. You know, Calgary is definitely starting to heat up a little bit. No pun intended. <laughs> I say. And same with Boston. Boston's also starting to bear down on the playoffs. So I have one of the same. Okay. Here, you go first. I keep skipping. Um, my, I'll kind of do my honorable mentions real quick. I had Elias Lindholm and Alexander Barkov being my honorable mentions of this. Um, Anze Kopitar, Patrice Bergeron, and Ryan O'Reilly are the top three. Yeah. Um. I I think I really th- think Patrice Bergeron's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna get it again. So, yeah, I do too. Um, I really originally said I originally said O'Reilly in my original, and I'm like. But I really think it's the way Perdron has been doing this year, being watching him like um, be that offensive, def- like just playing defense, like as a good off. I think he can. Do- he's going to do it again. Uh, this my year. three, I said Ryan O'Reilly. Being biased again, I said Sidney Crosby, and I think Steven Stamkos has a chance Stammer. at it this year. Stammer. I didn't even think about. I Stammer. think Stamer has a chance at yeah, it this year. I do too. Now that you say that, I didn't even think about Stamer Neither or did Crosby. I. You know, hell, I watched the game earlier today, and I didn't even think about to put Crosby or even someone like Malkin on on the list. I want to do Malkin. No, Malkin's no. too slow. Me slow. I mean, we could say Paul's favorite, Chris Letang. We best book through Sid because me can't keep up no more. So me, Gino, slow. I I have three players. Two uh two of you guys haven't said yet. The first one is Andre Kovachar. Okay. The next one is uh, Sean Couturier. Ooh. Philadelphia. Ooh. And the last one. You know, although he had a rough season the past, oh, rough past couple of seasons, Mr. Jonathan Tays himself. Yeah. Uh, here. Uh, uh, yeah, I come back here on you know, a shitty I, Chicago team. I, th- I think it's kind of, I, I like him more than I like Kateri. I honestly don't agree too much with Kateri just based on how bad of a team Philly was mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. But he could also say the same thing about Chicago. Yeah, but Chicago, Chicago wasn't as bad, were they? I don't think so. I mean, Chicago uh, definitely hit a fucking rough patch. It's like a crash and burn type of rough patch. Uh, actually, uh, they're two points apart. Right yeah, now, really? right now in the league, Chicago is twenty six, Philadelphia is twenty eight, uh, fifty nine and fifty seven points respectively. Uh, obviously, Philadelphia is seventh in the division. Who's right in between the price Seattle? Chicago's also seventh in the division. So what, Seattle's right there in between them, I think. No, Ottawa's. Ottawa, okay. Oh. So obviously both both teams have been respectively eliminated from playoff race. Yeah. Again, they've fucking crashed and burned. <laughs> All right. Next up is the Lady Big Memorial Trophy, which is given to the player adjusted to have the uh, exhibited the best type of sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct, uh, combined with a high standard of playing ability. Yeah, I the three that I have I've said before because I definitely think they have a shot. Jacob Slavin. Connor McJesus and said the kid. I only had one for this one. I I said Nathan McKinnon winning it. 
I, I kind of mixed both ears. I only have two. I said Jacob Slave and then Nathan McKinnon. Okay. I had second Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. I had the second Kyle. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, the Jack Adams Award presented the best coach in the NHL. So, right off the bat, I went biased. I said Mikey, Mike Sullivan out of Pittsburgh. Uh, Rod Brindarmore out of Carolina. And Jared Bednar out of Colorado. Um, for me, honor, my honorable mention was Mike Sullivan with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, I had Andrew Burnett of the Florida Panthers, Daryl Sutter of the Calgary Flames, and then Dean Evison of the Minnesota, of the Minnesota Wild. I said Jared Bednar, Andrew Burnett, and I said John Cooper. Okay. See, I gotta. I, I agree with Jeffy in half. The Florida Panthers coach Andrew Burnett, and then uh, the Carolina Hurricanes coach. Rod Brindamore. That's how you say it. Okay. Yeah, Brindamore. Oh yeah. All right. Oops. I butchered that one. Sorry. But who do you guys think will do you think will get? Mm, I, for me, yeah. I think it's Bednar. I think it's like Avs coach Bednar. I mean, I'm like Jer- I'm, yeah. they're, they're ridiculous this year, man. Yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm very proud of how how the oh. Penguins kept up with them this week. Yeah. Both they, their matchups. They they kept both of them I knew very they, close. The I whole knew they game. were going to be a tough challenge. Like, we, and, we did unfortunately drop both of them, but we, we kept both of them. I'm on the edge of my seat for the entirety of both games. Yeah. yeah. And, and I've, I have always, like, Colorado's, like, always been one of my third third favorite NHL team. Like, it was just awesome to see a great battle well, between Pittsburgh and Colorado just this past well, week. It's also anytime, excuse me, anytime Pittsburgh and Colorado play, you know it's going to be a fucking barn burn. Especially when you watch Sidney Crosby play Nathan Nathan. Yeah, exactly. Both, both from Cole Harbor. Exactly. I was just about to say that. It's, you know, it's kind of like watching a Penguins or a Flyers Caps game. Either way, it's going to be a great fucking game. It's, I don't give a shit who wins. I want to watch great hockey. Yeah. yeah. All right, next up is the Maurice Richard Trophy, which is obviously the, the number one goal scorer in all the league at the end of the regular season. Mr. Rocket himself. Uh, obviously, I'm going to stick with uh, the one that two players had said earlier for the top points uh, with Austin Matthews and Alex Ovechkin. Uh, I got McJesus, Stammer, and Chris Kreider. I threw Kreider's name I have on Kreider. the list. I have Kreider, I have Kreider, I have Kreider and Matthews. That's all okay. I have. I, had, I, I don't think anybody below those two have a chance at yeah, catching no. up. I had Leon Drysdale in there, but it's going to be between <coughs> Kreider and Matthews. Yeah. And, I, and Matthews is going to win. I just I, I threw McJesus down there again, just thinking if he and Drysdale can, you know, tag team like they've been doing all season, one of the two are going to get it. Especially once playoffs come around. I don't know if I don't, I don't know if the Rocket comes before or after playoffs, but. It's if, after, or it's 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 they all come in the same award, the NHL okay. award show. Okay. Surely before the draft. Okay. So yeah, if they can have that one two, <clears throat> if McDavid and Drysdale have that one two punch in the playoffs like they have been, one of the two are winning it. Yep. Off the bat. All right. Next up is the King Clancy Trophy, which is uh, given to the player who best exemplifies leadership on and off the light ice, and has made a no- noteworthy humanitarian contribution in his respective community. Um, which it's tough because like yeah. ever since like well since the 2016 season and 2015 2016 season there's only two players on this list that are currently active and are on NHL rosters I, 
which is going to be Jason Zucker when he goes back with the Minnesota Wild on the on the uh, Penguins and Matt Dumba with the Minnesota Wild. I'm going to be honest. I just kind of threw three names down. I said Dreisaitl, Rusty, and Makar. Just being, if you watch, you know, each one of them play with their respective teams, it's like you can kind of see the leadership. Like, I almost threw Crosby down there, and I'm like, I'm going to put Rusty instead. I, this one isn't. This one isn't really necessarily the on it. This is both on and off the I know, ice. I so I, I put I put Alex Ovechkin as one of mine because of all the the charity yeah. work he has done, yeah. all the all the amazing things he's done for the city of DC, yeah. and all of a sudden he's done back home and over in Russia. Yeah. I also said Patrice Bergeron, um, just because I know he he's done a lot of stuff as well for Boston yeah. back when they won the cup. He did a lot of stuff in the city of Boston. <laughs> I I went with PK Subban because how much he does, especially with like I, just because. He still I, does a lot from like he, since he left Montreal. He does like a lot of stuff up in. Mon- I would half agree with you. I agree with the off ice of stuff. It's just once you get on the ice, you know, with you know, with all the bullshit he's gone into, not only uh, within his career but within uh, within this past week. Apparently, in one game, he's got twenty one minutes of penalty time off of one player. What for for soccer player? Oh, I'll just show you guys on an admission. I but, didn't like, know about that. Neither yeah, did I. I. I totally forgot to send it to you guys because I thought you you guys knew about it. But um, apparently he had sucker punched somebody from Arizona and like he got twenty one minutes of penalty time on one player. Wow. So, I I, I as much as I want to agree with you, so I, what I gotta, did he get like a, a two minute Miscon- minor and then a misconduct? Uh two minute, a five, a ten, and a couple other minors. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. But I. I, I can't I can't give it to him with his reactions this season. See, so. I'm more see I let let take him mainly because of his off the ice, mm-hmm. like can, like dedication he does off the ice. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. Like off the ice is fine, but like yeah. th- this season. Well, what do you think, Colin? <sighs> I gotta go with uh, either Patrice Bergeron or Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. I did, I did my three a little leaning more towards being on the ice. You know, like we were talking about earlier, McJesus and Dreisaitl. Or you can, you know, it's one of those things where each, everybody on the Edmonton Oilers looks up to one of the two. You know, especially the rookies coming in, whoever Edmonton drafts, say they, you know, draft Joe, a- you know, Joe Average Jr. And he's like, yeah... McJesus, give me a hand. What do I do? And McDavid's like, or McDavid or Dwight are like, yeah, no problem. We'll do whatever we can to get you up and get you ready to, for the upcoming season. Uh, jumping back into the, the whole PK situation that I mentioned earlier, I just showed the guys the whole situation between uh, Islanders, the player Oliver Wardstrom, and you know what he did against Jack Hughes, which he, he tried to avoid that. Which, yeah. You know, we can all agree. But how PK, understandably, he went to go stick up for his young teammate and his young superstar on his team, but like, and then after he was down... And, 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 and look at the... Like, <coughs> yeah. Kind of from Subban's angle, you couldn't really tell that he was trying to get out of the way or that he was trying to avoid the hit. Well, All just, Subban really saw is that he hit him. Yeah, I, I, I understand both sides. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, they they, they all have, like, they, they they can, you know, defend themselves and I can respect both sides. It just... I mean, I still yeah. agree with you. He's done some nasty, dirty shit yeah. in the past. But, like, that, that one specifically... That one, I but, don't... But, hit, continuing to punch 
Oh, I understand when he's down. 100%. Okay, yeah. that's, that, a, that's, that's the part. That's Yeah, like yeah, that's, that's the no-no zone, but I'm But like he the knockout punch is fine. One punch after when he was going down. Okay, that's fine. Maybe he's, you know, he's in the motion of swinging, but like after when he was already on the ground. He was already and proceeded to swing at Oliver. That's like, where that's that, where that's, you that's where, the line. Yeah, it's a, that that's where I have to be like, okay, that's that's yeah, too that's, much, man. That, that's a it's a tough call, I mean. Yeah. With with the, the NHL's new role no, he, he will automatically get a 10-game suspension until the league actually reviews it and, you know, either reduces it, increases it, finds it, whatever the league decides to do, which that's... I, I don't see them giving any more than six or seven, maybe. I'd say six. You say six? I say, at, at least six. I, I say about seven. It's going to be at least a six. I don't, I don't think it'll be as much as ten. Six or seven. I mean, seven. you could just give them the ten and say, hey, you're done for the season. But, I mean, I mean, it doesn't really matter the Devils are done. They're done. So it, it don't matter. They're out. It don't matter regardless. So. <laughs> All right, moving on to the de- Ted Lindsay award. award. Yeah, reward. Take your time. Uh, the Ted Lindsay Award. It is formerly the Lester B. Parsons Award. It is presented annually to the most outstanding player in the NHL as voted by fellow members uh, members of the NHLPA. Um, I have Crosby, Flurry, and Ovi. I don't see Flurry getting no. it, unfortunately. I, I yeah. it's very rare that goalies get the Ted Lindsay. Extra, I don't know if a goalie has ever gotten the Ted Lindsay. The last one is uh, Dominic Hasek, both in '97 and in '98. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's been a long ass time, twenty five years. Yeah. So I mean, it could be the year, but if it is, I don't think it's gonna be Flurry. Yeah. Unfortunately, just based on how he started the season, being with Chicago. Mm. Well, again, um, also it beat Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I had. Uh, Austin Matthews, Alex Ovechkin, and career Cap Kaprizov. Okay. Um, I say I think this where Ovechkin's gonna get Ov will. Yeah, this is where Ov's. I, I said the two big names of the year. The two big names of every year: Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews. And again, I I I, I think Trevor Zegers has a shot at this one too. Just he, yeah. how just phenomenal, just how he's how amazing the, the the shit that he's been able to pull off this year, man. With, Wait, with the, whether he's a... doing it by himself or whether he's had the help of a teammate. He's been doing a lot of amazing things that's why by himself. I, I feel like that's he, why he's the main reason why the Ducks have been, have been so much it's fun as successful to watch. as they are. It has been as fun to watch as they are. Have been in this cl- this still this close into the playoff race as they currently are. Class, I, think they're I, closer, they, I think they're closer to being out than they are to being in at this yeah. point. But he, he's made it close. He's given them hope pretty much all season. Yeah. Uh, as right now, Anaheim is sixteen points out of the playoff spot. Okay. Yeah. And Dallas, uh, which is currently helped by Dallas, but Dallas has two games in hand. So, more than likely, they will be out shortly, if not tomorrow. <coughs> Alright, uh, moving on, what will be the William M. Jennings Trophy? Which is the award given to the go- uh, goaltenders who have played both a minimum of 25 games for the team with the fewest goals scored against uh, based on regular season play. This is where I had Freddie Anderson. I, had I, I I should say a uh, goaltending duo, which was obviously oh, last one by the flower, uh, the flower and Robin Leonard last year for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, I didn't do duos. I put single goals. I, put... I didn't realize it was duos either. Yeah, well, it, it's bounced back and forth because uh, obviously the past three winners have been duos with uh, Vegas uh, Vegas Tatum last year, the Boston Tatum in 20, the Islanders Tatum in 19, and then the last single goaltender win was back in 2018 where LA goalie Jonathan Quick has won it. Yeah. Can they so also he, who, is, who is Rask's backup in 20? Uh, Rask's backup was Halak. 
Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah it is the uh, Flurry Leonard in 21, Rask Hanlock in 20 for Boston, Leonard and Grice for the Islanders in 19, and then a couple solos, eight, uh, 18 was Quake, 17 was Holby. So it has bounced back and forth. Yeah. So yeah. either way, you can't really go wrong. Yeah. So I have Anderson out of Carolina. I have Jari out of Pittsburgh, and I have Talbot out of Minnesota. Um, the only one I don't agree on is Jari. Jari, yeah. yeah. I, I hate to say it, but like I've been yeah, biased about this episode. I, I got to put bias aside. And, I threw, and his, not na- I threw his name down being, yeah, Penguins are doing good this year, but it's like, I don't... Yeah, that's... Well, well they're, they're hit or miss. Yeah, they've been hit or miss. They're more miss than hit. It's like playing fucking Battleship in the actual sea. <laughs> Um, from, I had um, Frederick Anderson, Jacob Markstrom, and Igor Shurskin. Um, it was the same three. same three I had, and I didn't realize that's the exact same three I had for the uh, the Vesna oh. too. So um, yeah. I didn't even realize I did that. Markstrom, I feel like is gonna. I have Markstrom winning it. Again. I have Anderson. I, I see Markstrom winning that one. I'm still hoping to prove Colin wrong and seeing Shuster can get the Vesna. Um, but my honorable again, once you prove me wrong, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll suck your dick or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So how many times do I have to prove you wrong for a free one? But no, because I'm no, no, thank you. Yeah, for honorable mentions though, but I had Ilya Sorokin, Jeremy Swayman, and Vela Hosov, um, of both Boston, um, the Ring- Islanders, and the Blues. I, I almost put Jeremy Swayman, and I was they, like, that's why I, I had him. I almost put him over Flurry, and I'm like, I don't know. If that's Jeremy why Swayman I had him as honorable mention. Appropriate, and but. Like, with Swayman being a rookie this year, yeah, he's doing great in the league and all, but it's like, I don't know if he's... I think he's a rookie. Is he, he Swayman a rookie? I thought, this was his, I thought he got drafted in, I like, 19. So. This is his first season playing. But, yeah. This is, like, his first full season as a backup, but... I don't know, because like I thought it was... He I, was selected one, uh, 111 overall in 2017, but he hasn't started playing for the season, so Bob was correct by saying oh, he's okay. a rookie. No? But yeah, yeah. Out, out of Anchorage, Alaska, actually. Ooh. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, he's younger than me. November 24th, 90 years. I was going to say, because when I looked him up earlier, because I did the a lot of it, I did through like NHL.com and Trophy Trackers, like the big betting sites, and I saw Jeremy Swayman, and I'm like, there's no way Jeremy Swayman's a rookie, and I, I Googled it, and yeah, what Colin said. Right. All right, next up is the Mark Messier NHL Leadership Award, which is presented to the best of the player who uh, exemplifies great leadership to his team on and off the ice during the regular season. All right. I have Kaprizov out of Minnesota. I have the Rat, and I have Joe Thornton. This is my one of my other ones I have. Um, Fifteen years ago, I might have agreed with yeah. Thornton. Right now, I'm not. <laughs> no. Yeah. There, I... there's, there's only one player in my mind that deserves this trophy, a thousand percent, and it's Patty Bergeron. Yeah. I would say that's who – he was my own – choice I chose for this award that was I actually didn't even have him on there. I said Jonathan Huberto or somebody from Minnesota Wild, specifically either Kirill Kaprizov or Jared Spurgeon. Well, I think one of those one of those Minnesota guys are going to get it. Yeah. If it's somebody from Minnesota, it's going to be one of those two. That's yeah. pretty much what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, next up is the Jim Gregory GM of the Year, which is obviously the top a GM of the NHL among the third two teams and uh, general managers in the league. So I kind of tag team mine with the head coach. I said Don Waddle out of Carolina, Don Sweeney out of Boston, and Julian out of Tampa, the one I said earlier. I don't know, say, yeah, like Breeze Boys or something. 
Or Tampa. I there hasn't been a name who stood has stood out to me. No, it's for the GM award. Like for me, it's kind of kind of like the coaches, like how well the organizations like Florida, Minnesota, Colorado, Carolina have all been doing well. Um, Minnesota, I had Minnesota's GM Bill Guerin and Bill Zito for the Florida Panthers. I said uh, Chris Drury out of the Rangers. Call me crazy on this one. I'm giving it. I have to think. Uh, Detroit's GM Stevie Eiserman has a chance at it. Just with what he, the team, the moves he's he's one of the best trade deadline GMs in in the league. He like the moves he's able to make both in the offseason and closer to the trade deadline. The the things that he's able to move around and the the cards he's able to shuffle and play down are are amazing and. Um, this is where we need Ethan and his fangirl mo- mo- moments with uh, Stevie Y. Yeah. Whether Detroit's on the top of the leaderboard or near the basement, I, I what Steve Eisman has been yeah. able to do with what he had, both last year and what he has now, I think it's still amazing. Yeah. When he, what he's been able to build, I mean, how, how fast he is making this rebuild go by. I, I can still, I said this at the beginning of this year, I thought they were going to be a playoff team, which that kind of fell out. Uh, they definitely showed improvement they, from this year. I was about to say they definitely by far were one of the best, most improved teams of this. Oh yeah. of this year. That's kind they, they were in the playoff race for a while there, for till closer to a little past halfway through the season. Pretty much right, right shortly after the All Star break, they were still in still in the race, and they just they just kind of fell behind. Mm. Um, that eleven to two loss to Pittsburgh didn't help, but <laughs> I, I still that think they have a chance. That is besides the point. <laughs> All right. Next up is the Bill Master Memorial Trophy, which is the uh, the player who best exemplifies the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to the sport of hockey. Um, to start my, <clears throat> I think this one's our last one. I don't remember, but to start mine off, I have flurry just from the Colorado to Minnesota bounce. You mean Chicago? Chicago to Minnesota. That's what I yeah. Oops. Matt Dumba and Oscar Lindblom. I can agree with the Oscar Nimblom yeah. kind of I, get, thing. I can see him getting another one, yeah. But I don't know. Like, again, I, this is one of the other ones that like, I'm not 100% confident Like, yeah. who who's worthy of, of receiving this uh, trophy. It's tough to say. I'm, I'm curious what Kyle and Jeff, you do have to say about this. I might have to pick something up on the, off of these guys, but yeah. as of right now, Nimblom is the only candidate yeah. in my mind. That's kind of what I said, but the one who I chose, I had Brian Boyle of Penguins. Okay. I mean, I I have a couple random names. The third one might not be very popular with you guys. Uh, first off, I said Clayton Keller out of Arizona. I said Eric Carlson out of San Jose. And this one might not be too popular. Even I hate him, but I still think, you know, he has a, a huge dedication to the game of hockey. Brendan Gallagher. Yeah. I can see Gallagher, but like... Uh, bounce off the Keller. I didn't. Yeah. I did not like putting him down, but his he does have a huge dedication for the game of hockey. I I, I did yeah. kind of think it was kind of funny how he he called out Tim Stutzel earlier this week, but oh, that that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> spinning off the Kane Keller, uh, his name kind of popped in my mind after Keller got injured was you know, Fat Boy Phil. Yeah. You know he he's definitely shown not only leadership but like dedication to his sport, his team, his franchise, or wh- wherever he might line up, like. He's shown Fat Boy Phil has shown dedication to not only a very shitty franchise in Arizona Coyotes. That, 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 that's kind of their... why. That's kind of why I put Brendan Gallagher. Um, 
what uh, aside from their their playoff or their Stanley Cup push last season, Montreal has not done a whole lot the past couple of seasons, and he has stuck through that team through thick and thin, through the good, the bad, and the ugly. He's been through with that team, and he hasn't left. Yeah, well, one of two players that are on that roster that you know, I I, I guess you could say for so. Price, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Grant Carey hasn't been you, to the you best. You could throw Shea Weber in there as well. He's he, he's only been there since uh, 2016, 2017. Yeah, yeah. but he, I don't think he would make the top of the list. You know, I don't think he's not a chance in hell he's going to beat, beat out of Brandon Gallagher or Carey Price yeah. in, in this situation. All right, and that'll do it for yet another week of bullshittery podcasters. It's crazy thing, man. We're almost through season two now. Yeah. Thank or, God. Oh, did I say that loud? Shit. <laughs> we got no more than, what, 10 episodes left this season? I, I'm not going to Yeah, because we're right about ready for the playoff push. Yeah. So, thanks for guys tuning in. Keep an eye on social media. Otherwise, see you, Booker Sater. See ya. See you, boys.